0: This is Paving the Way, a podcast for young women looking for encouragement and advice. Each episode will focus on real life for real women. We're Beth and Tiff, a couple of women who are ready to speak to you honestly about our life struggles and our relationship with God. We hope by sharing our stories with you that we can help pave your way to Christ.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Tiff. And Beth. And last time you guys got a little bit of background about us, and it was super fun. Um, today, we're going to talk to you about Paving the Way Ministries, how it came to be, you know, our why, where we're going from here, and we're just going to have a lot of fun. So, um, how do we want to explain this story, Beth, <laughs> about exactly how uh, Paving the Way Ministries came to be?
0: Well, I guess we have to start with how we met, and that's almost three years ago. Right. And I had just moved to Georgia.
1: I didn't realize it was right
0: when you moved to Georgia. Yeah, because that year we started our kids in Cub Scouts. Okay. And we met in Cub Scouts. That's right. Yeah, so I had moved from Maryland to Georgia. and My husband and I together made the decision that fall to put our son in Cub Scouts for the first time. So... That's where I met you. See, I thought
1: you were always from Georgia. And I didn't realize I was like your first embrace of <laughs> of the Southern way.
0: <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because leaving Maryland was super scary for me. I left my tribe. Mm-hmm. I had developed my own life. I'd gone through a divorce and I was working out. I had gym friends and I had other friends. I had game night friends. And I really had embraced... Being me. And I gave all of that up. To move to Georgia. Because I'd been dating my husband at the time. And it was it was just the right time to move. Down here where he was. And so. That was the most terrifying thing for me ever. I don't make friends easily. Because I'm an introvert. And people scare me. <laughs> so. I was really just closed off. When I came down.
1: Right. Well we had been here for about two years at that point, and I was, like we talked about last time, ridden with anxiety. And so I was desperate for a friend, and I didn't have anyone. I mean, we didn't know anybody. We were involved in a church for a little while, um, but we weren't close to home. I mean, our church that we were going to is about 30 minutes away. And so, you know, not having anybody, like, really close to us and to do life with on a constant basis So I was pretty lonely and we got involved in Boy Scouts and I was thinking, I'm going to meet some people and it's super small tribe or whatever they're called. I don't even know what they're called and we've been in it.
0: It's a pack.
1: It's a pack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jeremy's going to hate me for that. um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, so. So
0: it's funny because the first year in Cub Scouts, a parent has to attend the whole time and I really tried not to be that parent. But we had pack meetings, which is the big ones, and the whole family would go. Now, I have five kids. So anytime all five of us are out in public, I'm on high mom alert, looking for anybody who's going to step out of line, do something wrong, break something. So I'm already anxious anytime we all go anywhere. Right. And especially then, because I'm new to two of my children, and it, it was just a really rough time parenting for me. So I think when I went to that first pack meeting, I looked around and was like, spectacular. <laughs> this is what we've gotten ourselves into. Uh, you know? That's kind of how I felt, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we approached that completely differently. Yeah. Because your approach was to
1: like find a friend immediately right. or I was gonna die. <laughs>
0: and and my approach was to shun everyone. Right. So this went on for about two years. Yeah. I mean, I mean it was
1: it was Tiffany chasing Beth trying to be your friend. Yeah, it
0: was to the point where you'd have conversations with my husband in front of me and I'm like, Why? Why what are you yeah. doing? Because he talked. He was <laughs> the
1: only person at the PAC meetings that would talk. And I wanted to talk to somebody. I thought, well, maybe if, you know, Jeremy and I are nice to him and talk to him, then maybe Beth will want to talk to me and be my friend. Like, I would leave, you know, Cub Scouts and ask Jeremy, I don't understand
0: why she doesn't like me. I don't, like, I'm a good person. I don't get it. Yeah. Now, I just kind of, I was, it was one of those things where you, you really just have to look at someone and go, what are you doing? Right. And I think, you know, preconceived judgment is something that was really, really strong in my life at that time. I was not able to look past the things I'd already judged you for. Right. You know, and so at that point, there was, even though I was lonely and I was scared myself, I wasn't willing to let you be a friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was at that point where I was like, "Man, if if I can't get her to be my friend, then nobody wants to be
0: my friend." (laughs) Yeah, it was. It got. I mean, it kind of came to a head because we started going to the church that you attend, and when I found out you attended, I I was. I just felt like I just can't escape this girl. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, I was
1: everywhere. I mean, it's a small town. But still... I don't even know
0: my neighbors' names.
1: Yeah, that's sad.
0: We need to to work on that. No, we don't.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah. Yeah, we started going to the same church, and you immediately wanted to leave. I I did.
0: um, But I really appreciated the message. And so... And the children's ministry there is amazing. And I decided that, despite you... Yeah. We were going to give it a chance. So, that step, I think, was the first step forward, is that even though there was, you know, somebody there who I felt was my own personal stalker.
1: <laughs> um, hey, we were at that church first. You guys came <laughs>
0: looking for me. <laughs> You're like, oh, that
1: Tiffany girl's so nice.
0: We'll go to her church. That's not what I thought.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, though, because um, what you, what you don't realize is that, We started going to the church probably right before y'all did, Mm -hmm. um, because it was just after my son's craniotomy, and we had been going like 30 minutes away, like I said, and we just were desperate for um, being able to do life with people, um, because it's hard to do life with people when you're further away, Um, so we started praying about it, because we really didn't want to leave our other church. We love those people. Um, but we just felt led to and so we prayed about it and we started going on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. and so immediately our kids were begging us to go back yeah and so we were making that transition you know from attending Wednesdays Sundays and things like that and then we just started going and stayed so yeah. it's kind of weird that we both ended up at the same it's place It's kind of
0: funny too because I had already decided that scouts was not an option for us to find someone to do life with sorry <laughs> and so one of the things that I had in Maryland was a church that I had a long-standing relationship with, that I had gone to the same church before I left Maryland and had moved to Hawaii. and then when I came back from Hawaii and moved back to Maryland, you know and I had a relationship and I had almost family at that church. Mm-hmm. So it kind of made sense to me at the time, That church was where I wanted to go back to, and we just hadn't found something. I was raised Catholic, and my husband was raised Christian, and so we kind of wanted to find something that was not going to be too far one way or the other.
1: That's where we were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so Southern Baptist was just not an option for me. Mm -hmm. I It wasn't that I... And I think this is, again, a judgment thing where I just... You know, you see people on TV and movies or whatever going, "Praise Jesus!" and they're in the river, and I'm not in the river. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Bethany's on the banks. I'm on. The, I'm not in. I'm not in the red clay. You know, I'm. I'm not a Southern girl. Yeah. So we wanted something more contemporary, with a real message. And I kept looking and looking and looking. We didn't want to travel an hour. We didn't. We, we wanted it within thirty minutes. And so, when we found the church that we're going to now, it just made sense. Right. And the pieces started clicking, and, you know, we're still going there today, so. Right.
1: And then, against your will,
0: I I, you started
1: helping out in the youth group with me.
0: Well, (laughs) you know, it's funny because even before that, I think our relationship started to change. Right. At some point, I know that I accepted a friend request from you. I don't know how long that friend request might have been sitting in my friend request inbox, But I, (laughs) when I married my husband, I made a commitment not to be Facebook friends with any men who were married without also being Facebook friends with their wives. Whether or not I knew their wives. Makes sense. Yeah. It's not, it was just something that I wanted to make sure that I was not perceived as a threat to other women and I felt safe and comfortable on my own personal Facebook page. So that was something that when Jeremy and I became friends, because I honestly felt like I was friends with him before I was friends with you. Oh yeah, he absolutely loved your personality.
1: <laughs> and that's uh, what I understand, like how can she like you and not me? Like I'm better than you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, you know, when we became friends, I was like, well, I I wasn't going to make an exception to that policy. So I think that's about the time that you and I became Facebook friends and I started to see little bits of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the great things about social media is that you get the chance to see people before you're overwhelmed by them. Right. So I could step back from being overwhelmed by you in my face mm-hmm. and take little bits of you Yeah. In, in my time. And so piece by piece, I started to kind of be willing to form a friendship with you.
1: Well, I think it's funny, too, because when you talk about me, like, being the smiley, joyful person that I am, or you think I am, like, I don't understand it, because when we met, I was a mess inside. Like, I was absolutely destroyed inside and just awful. Um, But I also thought that everybody was that way. Like, I didn't know what introverted mean. Like, I thought everybody was like, hey, what's up, girlfriend? No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think it's kind of funny, because... I th- I I honestly believe that while we both deal with anxiety, we deal with it in t- like the opposite totally direction. Different ways. You are just, "Hi, I'm happy and I'm good and everything is okay and it's going to be fine as long as I keep saying it is." And I'm like, "Stop.
1: Yeah, like get away from me. Like I'm not okay." <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not okay. And I'm yeah. and I'm really, you know, I more I try to be more center of the line because if I lie to everybody and I have lie to everyone about being okay. Then I just explode later. Right. So, when I'm not feeling okay, I definitely withdraw and I definitely I you know, I don't want to tell you I'm okay. I'm right. not okay. And I think too with my grandparents, I realized that when there was something that I didn't want to tell them that I was dealing with, I stopped calling. <laughs> you know, I stopped talking and that's kind of... And even in my life now, when I've done something or I'm dealing with something, I just kind of just bring it in. Yeah. And it's really hard for me to share and get real because I don't like to feel those things, you know?
1: I think that uh, the background that I have when I immerse myself in, like, Christian culture um, and I started dealing with perfectionism and all that, I mean, a lot of times I was told to fake it till you make it. Right. And so, which isn't necessarily a good thing. And that's why perfectionism kind of took over my life. (laughs) And so I would literally try to fake it till I made it. And so I think that that's why I smile. That's why I do different things. But, I mean, so now we're friends. You know, that's kind of
0: funny because the saying that I grew up with was, you got to be tough to live in the country. Yeah. And I remember specifically... This time where I got stepped on by a cow and I'm sitting there yelling at my grandpa, how hurt I am, just screaming at him. And he's like, well, either get get it or get done. like, You know, and it was that, that thing where even when you're down, even when you're bad, you either do what you gotta do or you get out. Yeah. And it's funny because for the longest time when I was struggling with the darkest parts of me, I develop this thing where i don't need a therapist i don't need to talk to somebody about it i am going to get through this no matter what right but it wasn't it was kind of like fake it till you make it but Mm -hmm. it was more just instead of a bright sunshiny bubble like a dark mask and a punch through the wall right you know yeah i can
1: see that so um we started working together you know moving along we started working together in youth ministry Yeah. And we start, like one night, we were talking about big dreams. Right. Yeah. And it just
0: kind of fell together. And honestly, I was not sure what to expect because I came to our youth pastor with a project and he told me that I needed to work with high school girls before I could do the project that I wanted to do. And (laughs) I kind of balked, but I knew if that was the only way, that was what I was going to do. Right. So, when I came, I wasn't really sure what to expect, and you were the only person that I really knew, but I wasn't sure I wanted to work with you.
1: Right.
0: I still wasn't really comfortable,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and when we had that first meeting, we just played off each other so well, it was just, it flowed, everything worked, we, I mean, we finished each other's sentences, it's almost like we grew up together. It's really weird, actually. really weird. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but we were talking about big dreams that night, and I mentioned always wanting to have a Christian radio station for kids, mm-hmm. or do a podcast, and yeah. you're like, wait, what? What did you just say? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it was it was more than that, because between us, there was a woman, our other leader, who wants to open a refuge for drug addicts, I think, and right. then another girl who wants to grow up and be a behavioral therapist, and I also, you know... I'm really passionate about equine-assisted psychotherapy and equine-assisted learning. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of these dreams just played off one another. And it was just, we all really wanted to work in women's ministry. Right. And so when you said podcast, I was like, well, that's not hard. Let's just do that.
1: Right. We can start
0: (laughs) off there. Yeah. (laughs) That was really
1: cool. So how did we come up with our name paving the way
0: uh well waffle house yeah that was awesome lots of googling lots of googling yeah i was really committed to what was it do you remember
1: oh uh, overcomer
0: overcomer yeah i love that song
1: by the way it is a really good song and
0: i had like big dreams with rose colored glasses that we could like get the licensing licensing for that song yeah so you know we could be like ah, i know um sorry don't, guys yeah don't sing on, a singing don't sing on podcast but yeah but i thought like we could you know i was sitting there thinking and i actually even like looked up the um synonym no not the synonym but the uh Antonyme, no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i looked up the um this the production studio who owns the rights to that artist and her songs, and was like, well, I could just call them, right? And I really like. We're gonna
1: make it to the top and just. Yeah, talk to them I personally. was really
0: just you know <laughs> ready to push that through, and I'm glad that we you know we're able to discuss things because before I probably would have just not listened to you, and then <laughs> I would have been discouraged because it wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to be. Um, but I think you know one of the things about. Us is that you know, we're not licensed ministers, we're not therapists, we're not priests, we're not nuns. We are women who are flawed and we've been through some stuff, you know. And so, one of the things that I always want for my daughters is that they learn from my lesson, yeah. And I swear, as a mother, I just You know, I'm always surprised again and again when they're doing the same stuff that I did. And as a mom, it just hurts your heart because you're like, I've been there, kid. I've done it. Please listen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking about all those other daughters out there who are going through things. And maybe they just, you know, they can't hear their parents. Right now,
1: I mean, I know I couldn't. I couldn't when I was in, a, you know, a teenager. Anything my parents said, I mean, <laughs> I would always go somewhere else to find the answers. I wouldn't really go to yeah. my parents.
0: So yeah, okay, mom. Yeah, whatever you say, mom. Whatever you say. Yeah, and I yeah. think too, even as parents, even though I try to have a different attitude and I try to tell my daughter that I'm flawed, she still sees me as a person of as of authority. And authority, you know, sometimes is synonymous with perfect. Right. And these high standards that she can never, you know, reach. And that's just, you know, that's exactly what I don't want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, through this ministry, we can, I can save not only my daughter, but right. all daughters. And I th- I think that's really, you know, you know, we come from this path where we struck out on the beaten path. And we didn't have people who paved it before us, who, you know, smoothed the way, who showed us, you know, right from wrong, maybe, you know, and maybe they did, mm-hmm. but we didn't see it. We couldn't find the path. Right. So I think paving the way, you know, that's kind of what we're doing is we're taking our stories and we're laying that path.
1: Right. And we're going to be real. I mean, we might cry. <laughs> we're going to laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, but we're going to tell the truth. And um, right. we're going to be real with women and get down to the nitty
0: and gritty. Yeah, and I, I mean, some of the conversations I've been having recently with women are definitely from non-believers. And, you know, I truly believe that all women, all people need help. You know, we're not limited ourselves to people who believe in Christ. But, you know, I think that anyone can come around to it if they want to. Right. And that if they do... Sometimes it just makes life easier, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think when I fell away from God, that was the darkest times in my life.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember just even right before we started hanging out, I mean, being bald in the fetal position, like crying out to God, like, where are you? Like crying. My husband was out of town. Kids were in bed and anxiety was real and it was difficult. So I'm thankful that we're doing this because I know, like I said, that we're going to grow, but we're going to help other women grow. But, um, you know, paving the way, it started as a dream yeah, with some humor and a drive to help other women to get through the really tough times Mm -hmm. that they go through. Um, So we want to be here for you, you know, through our podcast and blog um, and just striving to be there as an outlet for young women.
0: Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think the cool thing is, is that we're not just speaking it we're living it right so we are able to help women locally um and with our current project i'm really excited about too yeah do you want to uh, share where we're at where are we i
1: don't even know i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we're located in augusta georgia um otherwise known as the csra uh central savannah river area i didn't know that's what it stood for yeah totally (laughs) No. um and We actually just started a project. It was inspired by one of the girls in our high school youth group. And we're collecting feminine products for homeless women in this area. And what we're doing is we're collecting tampons, pads, and shampoo, conditioner, body soaps, all travel size, and zippy pouches. Zippy
1: pouches. Zippy
0: pouches. So any of you Ipsy subscribers... Those zippy pouches you don't use, send them on over Right. because we're putting them together and we're putting these little, you know, emergency feminine needs p- pouches together so we can then pass them out to either other ministry projects who work directly with homeless women or even women on the street. You know, if somebody needs something, you know, just hand them a zippy pat- bag full of everything they need.
1: Right. So if you want to do this, you can feel free to contact us to arrange pick up or drop off of these items. Yeah. Um, they should be packed up and distributed to local shelters for homeless women. Yeah. So we're excited about that. And that's really great that it came from a youth's heart. Like totally. she's really interested exactly. in helping.
0: And so that is our our physical project, but our primary mission is this podcast. That's where our heart is. So mm-hmm. this is the second podcast in this season Right. And we're just going to broadcast every other Saturday for now. I think that's twice in October, twice in November, and maybe three times in December. Maybe. If we get crazy, we might take a break for Christmas. Um, Our blog goes up every Thursday. We have a new topic every week. I've written a couple. Tiff's written a couple. Mm -hmm. And it's all from our perspective. You know, we're not experts. We're not biblical scholars, we're just right. you know people who have dealt with life, and we're going to share what we believe. That's right. Um, we're going to talk about bullying, social media, physical ailments, and you know what? We want to talk about what you want us to talk about. So if there's something that you are dealing with, please reach out to us. Um, you can do that on our Facebook page. You can do that by finding either of us personally. Uh, Our website is a great resource. We not only list local resources for help, but you can contact us directly there. We get an email, and both of us are very responsive, so you'll hear from us pretty quick. Right. So if there's anything that you want to hear from us or you need us to talk about, please, please reach out because we want to be relevant to you.
1: Also, if you have any prayer requests or need encouragement, definitely reach out to us because we're here for you. Uh, We don't want you to feel like you're doing life alone. So, yeah. We appreciate you hanging out with us today.
0: And if you pray, please pray for us in this ministry because we are just starting out. We are super excited and we do not want to lose momentum. We want to be there for you. Next time... We are going to tackle one of the toughest topics I can think of and that's hurt in the church too many women have been hurt by the people who are supposed to love them the most those Christians around them and we really want to just dive right in and spend the next time talking all about hurt and how to deal with it and how that affects your relationship with God To our
1: listeners, thank you so much for your support. You can follow our podcasts and other ministries at pavingthewayministries.org. From there, you can connect with us directly, find all of our episodes, and read more on our blog. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you'll be back with us
0: next time.